Hi, and welcome to Broken Wheel, a blog and podcast taking an in-depth look at the Bible. I'm your author and host, Hunter Carl. Today, we are looking at Ecclesiastes 3, 14 through 15. I perceive that whatever God does endures forever. Nothing can be added to it, nor anything taken from it. God has done it, so that people fear before him. That which is already has been. That which is to be already has been. And God seeks what has been driven away. Once again, this collection of verses asks us to consider previous verses in new contexts. At the beginning of verse 15 is an idea originally communicated in Ecclesiastes 1.9. There is nothing new under the sun, and what we experience appears to loop like a song left on repeat. Now we've learned recently that God makes everything beautiful in time, and that he has given us the concept of eternity. How can history repeat itself like a wheel, yet God intends to bring and make things beautiful? How do we marry these two ideas? Well, for starters, the verse in Ecclesiastes only deals with events under the sun. The implication here is what repeats is physical. Our nature causes us to repeat our previous actions. Men will continue to sin, lust, and tyrannize. Let's go to the beginning of verse 14. Now we find what God does endures forever. It doesn't repeat itself. It is. It's important to say here that man repeats himself thinking he is progressing. The experience of heaven may very well repeat, but that would only be repetition of perfection, not searching for perfection. Man may try to claim some form of ownership over it, but he fools himself thinking he is able to make eternal projects. He might also hate it for how it changes his life and attempt to remove the uncomfortable parts. He will find his efforts wasted. Now, why does God create lasting change? The answer seems foreign to us. We are to fear God for making these changes? Do you fear God because he put away the law, saved you from your sins, and intends to give you an eternal home? Last time I checked, eternal security was not something many of us worried about. This fear translates better as worship. God has done all that he has for his glory, as we are told many times in the New Testament. But there is an element of fear, or at least awe, in worship. It's a beholding of something too great for you to understand. A fear of the unknown is healthy, and God is not known to us in a complete sense. That makes worship a proper response, especially when he has been so merciful. I want to end there, but I want to discuss the last part of verse 15 before I do. I really don't have a great point to bring up here, so I don't want to waste another post on it. The truth is, the language here is very difficult to understand. Each translation I read says something different. Looking at the original context, the best translation I could find is, God seeketh the pursued. With the added caveat, pursued should be read as disappeared, and that this translation is dubious at best. In short, I don't think we have a good English translation. My best idea, God seeks the eternity slash garden that was in the beginning in order to restore it. The fall led to the earth that repeats. God wishes to bring us back into his paradise with his eternal actions. If you liked what you heard today, visit brokenwheel.substack.com and sign up to get this podcast and blog post sent to your email. The podcast is also available on iTunes and Spotify. Please rate and review us there. If you want more of my writing, visit the About page of my website to read short stories I've recently published in journals such as the Blue Mountain Review. Thanks and have a great rest of your day.